Hey new mama, I remember being in your shoes and feeling so overwhelmed. I was battling mom guilt, trying to do it all, struggling to transition into working mom life, and just wished there was a place to go that would provide me clear guidance with simple, quick, easy solutions for the problems I was facing. Hey, I'm Lauren Francois and I created it for you. Welcome to the Mom Hacks Podcast, where in each episode I will provide you with a simple tactical hack in self-care, health, and wellness, mom life solutions solutions to simplify motherhood and even productivity, goal setting, and habit creation to make your transition back into the workspace that much smoother. Welcome to the show, Naptime Warrior. Now let's dig into today's episode. Hey friends, hang on to your drawers because this episode is going to blow your mind. Like this one could change your life. I say that about a lot of episodes, but this one totally could too. (laughs) Today we're going to talk about your cycle and productivity. I really started to dive into this last fall when I started reading the book Do Less by Kate Northrup. I'll link that book in the show notes because I feel like it was totally life-changing. But before we dive in, What you're going to have to do, how this all begins, is you have to start tracking your cycle. And I track my cycle with the Glow app. The regular version of it is free. It has some incredible features and it just makes it really, really easy. So go download the Glow app if you don't have a way that you're already tracking your cycle. And let's dive in. So I have to admit, I didn't really even begin to understand my cycle even in the slightest until I was interested in having kids and I started to track it to know when I was ovulating. Even then I had no idea, no idea about the different phases. Literally just was able to narrow it down to when I was ovulating. Then like I said last fall I read the book Do Less and my mind was literally blown. I was like Seriously, how have I gone through 34 years of my life without knowing this stuff? Why is this not taught to us in school? This information is so valuable and helpful in terms of productivity and rest, accomplishing more by doing less, and just really being in tune with and understanding our bodies. So here we go. First thing you need to know, women cycle on about a 28-day rotation on average. Now that is actually very different from men. I did not know this, but men actually cycle in a 24-hour period. This is why men's energy is pretty steady day-to-day because they go through all of the phases of a cycle in one day Versus us women who go through all of the phases of our cycle in one month. (laughs) So first, there are four distinct phases of your cycle. The first is the follicular phase. The second is the ovulation phase. The third is the luteal phase. And the fourth is the menstrual phase or when you get your period. We're all women here. I can say that. (laughs) So we actually have different energy levels during each phase. And hormonally, we are primed to excel at different things during each phase. So when you know this, 
you can take advantage of it and you can do the things you need to do during the phases that you're primed to do them, which means you accomplish more by doing less and using less energy. And I know when I read that, I was like, sign me up. I want to accomplish more by doing less. Who doesn't? (laughs) So let's break down these phases. I'm going to tell you what each phase consists of, then what you're primed for in each phase, and what your energy levels are like for each phase. So first phase, follicular phase. This is technically about 14 days, but it also includes part of the ovulation phase. It's when your ovary gets ready to release an egg and the lining of your uterus begins to build up. Energetically, your energy is outward. It's when you're most primed to plan, to plant seeds of creation and desire, to brainstorm ideas and to initiate new projects. Okay, so that's the first phase, the follicular phase. The second phase, the ovulation phase. This phase is about seven days. It's when your ovary releases an egg and you are the most fertile. Your body actually releases pheromones, which are chemicals that are proven to make you more attractive to the opposite sex. I remember learning about pheromones in like high school science, but I never knew that like we as humans actually released pheromones. And I was like, that is so Cool. So energetically, this is when you have the most energy. You know those days when you just get so much done and you just have all this energy and you're happy? You're probably in the ovulation phase. (laughs) It's when you are the most articulate and magnetic. So it's the perfect time to get out there and get the word out about your work, to make sales calls, to do presentations and pitch ideas. During this time, you're more open to collaboration and working with others. And it's when people are the most receptive towards your ideas. So the ovulation phase is like magical. It's like the magical phase I like to think of it as. So the ovulation phase is like the most magical phase. It's like the phase we want to be in all the time, except we can't be in it all the time. (laughs) So the third phase is the luteal phase. So the luteal phase... This is where it gets a little bit confusing. Technically starts when you ovulate and it ends when you menstruate. So it's about 12 to 14 days long. So it's the longest phase. Energetically, this is the time when your energy actually turns inward. So in the follicular and the ovulation phases, your energy is outward. Now for the last two phases, your energy turns inward. And during this phase, you are poised to complete projects to dot your I's, cross your T's. Your brain chemistry is actually supporting focus and the ability to finish things. So this is when you hunker down, you wrap things up, and you begin to slow down. Yes, you begin to slow down. I really like the luteal phase too. And then the last phase is the menstrual phase. And this is about seven days and it's when you bleed. This is when your body releases the uterine lining, you stop producing progesterone, and it's when you have the least amount of energy. So this actually, I actually feel like I have the least amount of energy 
a couple days before the menstrual phase begins. And I only know that because of tracking. So that's why it's so important to track because you can really start to understand your body. But energetically, the menstrual phase is the ideal time to rest and reflect. Let me repeat that. It is the ideal time to rest and reflect. Your brain, your brain is actually most wired for connectivity between the left and the right hemispheres during this phase, which means that you're super duper smart (laughs) and you're able to integrate logical and intuitive information very easily. So this is a great time to evaluate what's working and what's not working. This is a great time to ponder questions or decisions that you have to make because your brain chemistry is wired to be really good at that during this time. This is also the best time to rest. So I've noticed during the first few days of my cycle, it's usually when I don't get a lot of things done with work. I don't plan a lot of things to do with work. I will take rest days from my workouts because my energy is super low. So I actually love this phase because it gives me a reason to slow down and rest. (laughs) And I feel like we're go, go, go all the time. And knowing that my body is supposed to do those things during this time makes me more likely to do them. So you might be listening to this and thinking, okay, but I'm not cycling. So what do you do if you're not cycling? AKA you're pregnant, you're postpartum, you're breastfeeding, and you haven't started cycling yet, or just for some reason you're not cycling. So the coolest thing about this is that you can follow the moon because our menstrual cycle actually mirrors the phases of the moon. Maybe you're like, Lauren, I didn't even know the moon had phases. I didn't either. (laughs) Let me walk you through them. So the first phase of the moon is the waxing moon. This is when the moon is getting bigger. This is the same as the follicular phase. So the energy of the waxing moon is the same as the energy of the follicular phase. The next phase of the moon is the full moon, which is actually the few days before and after the full moon. And that has a similar energy to the ovulation phase. The third phase is the waning moon. That's when the moon is getting smaller. It has the same energy as the luteal phase. And then there's the new moon, the few days before and after. And that has the same energy as the menstrual phase. So if you're not cycling, you can literally just follow the phases of the moon and know that the energy of those cycles matches up to the energy of the moon cycles and you can still benefit from this. Now, if you really want to understand how both your cycle and the moon phases affect you, track both of them. Track your energy daily in relation to your cycle and the cycle of the moon because the moon itself can have an incredibly intense energy. You guys, I used to think this stuff was so bogus. (laughs) But then in this book, Kate talks about how the gravitational pull of the moon is what creates the tides in the oceans. So obviously it has an effect on 
water. Well, we as humans are about 60% water. So it only makes sense then that the moon would also have an effect on us. I am super scientific. So I need a scientific explanation for everything. So once I get a scientific explanation, I'm like all in. And once I learned the scientific explanation for why the moon affects us, I was like, oh yeah, that makes total sense. So now that you know how certain phases of your cycle affect your energy levels and what you're primed for at each phase, what you can do is you can create a schedule around this and you can use this information to better understand your body and how you're feeling and why you're feeling a certain way at a certain time of the month. For instance, if you know your menstrual phase is coming up in a few days, and you're like super irritable, you kind of are negative in your mindset, you're really tired, you now know that that is normal. And you can schedule in rest time and you can schedule in time to reflect and ponder any big decisions that you have to make. If you're in the ovulation phase, when your energy is the highest and you're the most magnetic, you can go out and you can pitch your ideas and sell your stuff and talk to and work with other people and know that your body and your energy are primed to do those things at that time. So do you see where I'm going with this? You can accomplish so much more by doing less because you're aligning your activity with what your body naturally wants to do at that time. And so it doesn't take nearly as much effort to do those things. So I know that I ran through this really quickly. Let's quickly recap. The four phases are the follicular phase, the ovulation phase, the luteal phase, and the menstrual phase. The follicular phase and ovulation phase, your energy is outward. The follicular phase is when you're most primed to plan, to plant seeds, to brainstorm ideas, and to start new projects. The ovulation phase, this is when you have the most energy. It's when you're the most articulate and magnetic. So it's the perfect time to get out there and get the word out about your work, make sales calls, do presentations, pitch ideas, collaborate and work with other people because everyone is most receptive to you during this phase. Your body is literally releasing pheromones, which are chemicals that are proven to make you more attractive to the opposite sex. Then there's the luteal phase. Remember the luteal phase and the menstrual phase are when your energy turns inward. The luteal phase is the time when you are poised to complete projects, when you should dot your I's, cross your T's. It's when your brain chemistry actually most supports focus and the ability to finish things. So you hunker down, you wrap things up, and then near the end of this phase is when you really begin to slow down. And then the last phase, the menstrual phase, this is the ideal time to rest and reflect. It's when your brain is most wired for connectivity between the left and right hemispheres, which means you're super, super smart and you're able to integrate logical and intuitive information. So it's a great time to evaluate what's working and what's not working for you and it's a great time to ponder any big decisions that you have to make. So 
that's what I've got for you guys. If this is something that you want to take a deeper dive into and really figure out how you can set up your schedule to align with your cycle, this is definitely something that we can chat about on a one-on-one coaching call. So I can help you track your cycle, figure out the different phases, figure out how to align your schedule with whatever phase you're in at each time of the month so that you can accomplish more by doing less. All you have to do is scroll down to the show notes, click on and complete the form for the one-on-one coaching session and I will get back to you within 24 hours. I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode Like I said, I know when I learned about this, my mind was literally blown. And I was like, why did no one teach this to me sooner? So that's why I wanted to get on here and do an episode on this. And again, if you want to actually dive into this deeper and read the book, the book was called Do Less by Kate Northrup. It's linked in the show notes. Other than that, I hope you have a fabulous day and I'll talk to you at our next episode. Okay, mama, real quick before you go, if you found value in today's episode, please subscribe, share this with your friends, and leave me a review. Leaving a review is so simple. I didn't know how to do it either, so I'm going to walk you through it. All you have to do is whatever app you're listening to this podcast in, find my show, scroll to the bottom, you'll see stars, and with those stars, you can leave me a rating and review. I love you so much for taking the time to do this, and each week I'll be sharing a review of the week because I want to shout you guys out. In all honesty, the reviews are what help this podcast get into the hands of other new mamas. Okay, I'll let you get back to your day. See you next time.